Oh my god, your poor dad. Welcome back to your poor dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining me, us, and being the fourth friends. Oh, wow. It's Bailey's thank podcast now. Thank you for now. joining my show, everyone. Wow. Oh, Bailey, it's your show now? I guess so. you're so. going to take, you want to start editing? No. Well, she still has a job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Um, that was funny though. That was good. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining, for joining me, guys. And me. And, and me. you. Yeah. How are you gals doing today? Honey, I'm okay. I can feel a little period start to come on. Same. I am definitely PMSing. I'll start my period like next week. Probably right when this comes out. Amazing. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm on, I'm on the tail end of mine, which is like She's always like a welcome visitor. I don't not want her to come, but it's also never that pleasant when she's here. Well, for me, I have this theory that I have a bad ovary and a good ovary. And every other month I have like, you know, normal period symptoms and then terrible period symptoms. So I'm scared that one day if I do, God willing, bear children, that I'm going to get an egg from the bad, the one. bad ovary and that will be fertilized and then that will be my demon child or maybe your ovaries are gemini's and then you'll drop an egg from either one and then you'll have little twin babies and one's a good one and one's a bad one yikes could so happen it sounds really stressful like a lot of work i mean i can barely handle myself i don't think anyone does motherhood because it's easy yeah I wouldn't know. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. So I'm just like sitting here and I'm so bloated and I'm going to Miami on Thursday with Senor Roberto, which um, I brought over some um, little C's bunnies that the Roberts family sent to us. I know. Shout out to Mr. Roberts Sr. and Mrs. Roberts. Thank you very much for the little chocolate bunnies. I know. And it's C's. C's is good. I know. I took a little nibble out of the ear and then put it in the refrigerator so I can eat it after we yeah. record. I I took a huge chunk out of that ear <laughs> before I got here because I'm, as you can tell, a little PMSy, and everyone just kind of like pissing me off today, Ooh. which is like not out of the norm. But um, I went to the nail salon, and my nail technician could not have more of an attitude. <laughs> well, th- I kind of felt like that yesterday. I got my nails done; they're red. Um, because loving him was red um just kidding i just wanted red but it was like they did not like that i was there one girl started doing my nails and then another guy took over and then another guy took over i've never had three different people yeah um so i just felt like an inconvenience and it's like that is the thing about nail salons like they love to make you feel like (laughs) they don't want you there and that you are just inconveniencing them and it's like what else where else should i go do you want me to go somewhere else and then they asked me if i wanted a drink and i said i would love red wine i never got it and they get so pissed when you do that when it's like or i'll see them serving everyone else a drink yep and then i'm like oh can i have a glass of champagne and they're like "Mm, okay the the lady next to me her person asked if she wanted a drink and she said i would love champagne and i thought that would spark their memory of oh we said we were going to get this one, some red wine, and uh, well, they never did. You probably dodged a bullet because I don't know if you've ever had red wine yeah, in a nail it's salon. Never good. It's always so disgusting. And I yeah. have like, maybe my threshold for wine has just like improved as I gotten older. But like, I used to drink Franzia. But well, it is literal dog shit wine. Yeah, it typically is. <laughs> and not to, not to be a bougie little bitch, but like the champagne is usually a little bit more tolerable. Right. And also they're like literally serving up margaritas to people at my nail salon. And I'm sorry to inconvenience you asking you for a glass of champagne that you're serving to everyone else. I couldn't be easier. I always have my color picked out. I never ask them. I never say, you know what? That's not exactly what I was looking for. Can we do something? Never. If I don't like it, whatever. In two weeks, I can get a new color. Yeah. Who cares? Um, I hate my color and I just sit there and I stew right after I get my color. I always just sit there and look at them and I'm like, 
this is this is really not it. This truly is not the color I wanted. Mine was like a lighter neon green that was going to be so beautiful. And then she put this, whatever this is, on my hands. And now I'm stuck in misery because also with dip, it's not like gel. It's like a little bit more permanent. It's mm-hmm. a part of your body now. Exactly. It is one. Me and this are one. The only thing that really stresses me out afterwards is... Um, they always leave a couple of my nails a little jaggedy. Oh, I love chewing on those. No, <laughs> because I will break it off. So I have to come home and get my little nail file and make sure it's all smooth. Anyways, yeah. we're fine now. But nails are could not be more of a stressful situation. And then my salon has 5 million colors. So I go in with a plan every time. And then I get there and it's like finding a red that is a good red. Like I want like like a Ferrari red. Like this. That's like a little bit deeper of a red. It's like candy apple. Candy apple. But like I'll show them like the exact picture of a red I want. And they're like, "Mm, I don't know. And it's like, can you help? You work here. You should know these (laughs) colors better than me. And like, don't you want to move this fuck on too? Yeah. You don't think you could find that color? I'm trying. But like I could. Isn't their fucking job to help like facilitate a service well the thing that um that was a little aggressive by the way yeah, what do you mean <laughs> um that was you're, that was just a little aggressive um the only thing that bothers me with the colors is at my place the dip colors are right next to the gel colors and sometimes people don't put them back in the right spot so i'll be looking at colors and no one says anything and then you go through all the she, pain and, and then she'll gel. come over here and she'll say oh those aren't yours you know, and she'll move it back to the right spot. And I'm like, and gel, like dip is a little riskier because it doesn't turn out exactly the color. Mm-hmm. It's truly just like a torturous experience all around. And like, I don't know why I do this to myself every few weeks. Honestly, I'm glad that I do. Okay. Well, that's positive. Um, what's up with you guys? <laughs> what? Well, Bailey, what about you? Haven't heard from you. Oh my God. Um, I don't get my nails done. I do have a gift certificate I need to um, cash in soon. That's really exciting, but I'm waiting for the right time because it's probably going to be like my one time this year that I'm going to get my nails done. Yeah. So I'm timing that out. That's um, nice. Gosh. Oh, gosh. I feel so caught off guard. Um, It's it's almost like we don't do this every week. I know. It's almost like you don't ask me the same question every time we record. Um, Well, I have a couple things to say. Okay. 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 First, I think first and foremost, we should just address the Taylor Swift of it all. <gasps> oh, duh. Why have we not? I can't believe we haven't talked about this. I mean, Whoa. we just started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I was waiting. So that was something that happened to me this weekend. It was shocking. It was shocking. The day of, I first didn't believe it. Smacky sent me a DM and I was like, nah. And then you texted our group and I thought, uh-oh, that's a different You were like, I don't outlet. believe it. And I said, it's E! News. Yeah. E! News doesn't just like do shit like that. Because they would never want to piss Taylor off. I know. No. And then that's when you started like and then I processing. Started, and then I just started seeing it everywhere, everywhere. And I said, uh-oh, there might be something here. Yeah. And then I was sad for a day or two until she was seen going out to dinner in New York with Jack Antonoff at Via Crota. And that's when I thought, you know what? We're okay cuz she's okay. Like this is this is okay. This is what she wa- literally what she wanted. Yeah. It was very interesting the timing Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I mean it was like I think it was like 6 p.m. That's like a very weird time to be dropping news, but I think it might have something to do with her being out and about in London for the filming. Music video. The music video, which I'm really excited about. I think the music video is going to be the announcement that we're getting speak now because I think we're getting everything. You think everything? Mm-hmm. I think she's going to drop everything now. Drop everything now. Meet me in the pouring rain. Kiss me on the sidewalk. Take away the pain. Okay. That's really good. This, that's what that album should be called Sparks Fly. Like it's so weird it's not called Sparks Fly. Or it, Enchanted. Or Enchanted. Like I literally don't even I can't fathom that it is called Speak Now because I keep calling it Sparks Fly and Enchanted. I know. <laughs> that's why I forget about that 
not and i don't forget about that album it's just like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't compute it's like holy shit there's a whole other album i don't know about well you like, have like really good names like fearless red 1989 and then speak now is just meh. it should be or enchanted if it was a better song like why would that be the song you choose to back i don't get it you know me the me either yeah but 1989 isn't a song yeah but that's just her birth year but my name is taylor swift and i was born in 1989 yeah um yeah that was very shocking crazy the timing of it all the announcement she's so private that she could have just let this go so i'm wondering when it actually did happen Mm -hmm. there's a lot of speculation it happened like right before dallas which would kind of make sense because of the one yep being changed Mm -hmm. it used to she switched out invisible string with the one Mm -hmm. and we had of course like we could talk about this for days but jack antonoff and selena two of her best friends were at our show i know she needed her best friends around and she sang death by a thousand cuts saying goodbyes like death by a thousand cuts death by a thousand cuts um yes and i had something else to say that did i i forgot that's okay well also i don't know if you've been privy to this information but we were talking about the marriage thing oh and also before i forget um now because of tiktok i am re I'm rethinking every meaning behind every midnight song. Yeah, well, th- yeah, the uh, the Swifties are insane. Like they really dig deep and they're like connecting all the dots. Roman, can you stop t- tap dancing on this floor? <laughs> like I'm seriously, come on. Maybe we should. Why, why do we take the rug out of here? Because well, they, why don't they? Oh my god! I think we do need the rug. Well, we typically have it. Um, they on. peed on it, and I didn't have time to clean it beforehand. Okay. That that's a good they, like sound bouncer. They, though. I know they. I think Come because on. of the rain, they've been really bad boys. There's um, they're always so bad. The last two days, there's been peepees and poopoos. That would drive me nuts. You guys you both are too old to be peeping and poopooing in the house. Like Hank has not done a poopoo or peepee in the house since he was like literally twelve weeks old. Okay, but All the right, weird thing is now they've started to poopoo on our tiny little patio outside they're just um, this is the psa to anyone i know frenchies are so cute and they're such a like a a little hot button dog to get but these two are so much work like Paige has two she has three jobs she has her full-time job she has the podcast and she's a frenchie mom it is so much freaking work um that's so sweet Every single day, every week, there is something going wrong with them. Like, Roman always has a skin issue. <laughs> like, he's all ashamed. He's Tiger, Tiger is full of issues. Tiger's Come. a fucking menace. He has me in a chokehold. And he, he smells like fish. Yes. Like, fish is just oozing from his pores. It's just, just crazy because yes. he doesn't eat fish. And the thing about Tiger is that he is so food motivated that, like, he always wants to eat something. Be careful with the... Choose your words yeah. wisely. What? You said don't, the F word. Food motivated? Yeah. Don't oh, say the right, F right. word. <laughs> Muskrat. But then he... If, if, like, if he eats something bad, which I can feed Hank pretty much anything and he's fine, but Tiger has such a sensitive little tummy, but you can't take anything out of his mouth once it's in his mouth because he will bite you. He'll yeah. bite you. And dad and other people. Well, he won't bite me. Well, yeah, th- but if you're not here, just, yeah. that's just my PSA on Frenchies. Just do your research do your, like unlike I, somebody else. Yeah, because I did not do my research. I just wanted a dog. I was like, what's the easiest dog I could get? Golden Retriever. Besides all the hair and how yeah. big he is. And, and know, his pubes. The thing is. He has a huge penis, though. Roman, I will say. Roman was free. I adopted him because his mother didn't want him. But Tiger, I should have known. Because I went to purchase him. and Because um, we don't um, adopt. We shop. Well, both. Just be honest. I do one and the other. Yeah. But um, before, as soon as I opened the car door, the guy's like, you want a discount? <laughs> we're trying to get rid of this one and he was so little and so cute i was thinking oh my goodness this little angel and i get a discount this is amazing it kind of makes sense right but i wouldn't change him for the world <sighs> yeah but um yeah back to taylor and joe i hope taylor's doing okay she looks 
like amazing. She, you were talking about marriage. Oh, the marriage thing. Um, I, I don't believe that they were married. Anymore. I really was convinced that they were, but now I'm not. Yeah. And you were talking about TikTok too. And there's all these theories of how they kind of have gone through rough patches. And mm-hmm. there's, I mean, it makes so much sense. Sense, there's it's written in like all these songs about how she kind of just tried to blow up the relationship a little bit. Well, and the two theories or two song theories that I found really interesting, Lavender Haze, how she always talks about like loving him was red, but then we know that she always talks about Joe. She re- like is blue, right? Like everything she talks when she's talking about it's like. Like, I've never seen that color blue, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And then red and blue makes purple, you know? And there was, like, how it was, like, immediate, like, it wasn't as fiery as the, like, red type of love, but it was, like, a really comfortable because of maybe, like, the quarantine. Like, they were able to, like, have this, like, this lavender haze of it worked for them at the time because that just kind of was the world was you know shut down whatever i don't know it was that was interesting because she went from her own little private lockdown in her reputation era to pandemic but i mean she had the lockdown then she toured with reputation then she wrote lover yeah but i guess someone the thing is i don't know how people know these things but someone said that he wasn't there the on the whole reputation tour so i could see if there was, well, that's when they said that she thought that he was like talking to his ex girlfriend. Yeah, um, I don't know. It was just interesting. And then glitch also is a different, um, different than we thought. Anyways, we can stop talking about it. But I know this is not a Taylor Swift podcast or a Vanderpump Rules podcast. But speaking up, speaking up, <laughs> I have something to say. Did you guys see Tom Sandoval on Howie Mandel? So I know Paige was just telling me about it. It oh, was I, I saw all the, the main clips. So do you know who Ma- Howie Mandel is? Yes. Remember yes. Bobby's World? No. no. Oh, Bobby's World was this cartoon on Fox when we were growing up. Wait, when he was like on the tricycle. He did Bobby's World. Yeah, he's the creator of Bobby's World. What? He was like the dad's voice. I think Bobby was supposed to be him, and then like he was. The dad. I don't. I don't remember. Anyways. Wow, I do remember that. And isn't he like a huge germaphobe? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, is this not the deal or no deal guy? But yeah, that's, yeah, how, that's okay. how I know. Yeah, yeah, So, um, and he's like a comedian, but he was, yeah. so Tom Sandoval, for everyone listening, Vanderpump Rules guy, he's the, you know, the guy who cheated on Ariana and that's why we have Scandoval. And he went on Howie Mandel's podcast, who he did, he does that with his daughter. And the daughter knows everything about Vanderpump Rules. Howie Mandel knows nothing. And it was a horrible interview. I just don't understand why he, if, why he would choose that podcast if he's going to go on a podcast. Like, why not just not go on a podcast? Exactly. But so there is a connection there. They have a close mutual friend. And they talked about that. I think it's like the drummer's wife is like a close mutual friend or something. The drummer that he like pays to be in his band. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, what did you just say? Oh, yeah. Why this podcast? Yeah. Why now? Yeah. So it is like why this podcast? Why now? Especially it's kind of starting to die down a bit. Why are you igniting it back up? Exactly. Well, I think that they're all wanting it to keep being no yeah, i think it can only it, you the fire is only gonna burn as long as it's you know being ignited right yeah so everything's always gonna die down unless weeks later you're like you know what now's the time i should go on well and that podcast. is tom sandoval because he's narcissistic and he said in the interview he said i am just so mad that all these people are going on their own podcast talking yeah. about this profiting it's off disgusting Ariana. yeah and it's you could just tell he is just wanting to get his word in. It has, I don't, this is how Vanderpump Rules people work. I think the guys aren't as smart as the women. Like the women see an opportunity now. And I think the men are like usually a little opportunistic and they just, they don't think strategically or else he would have chose a different podcast. They just don't think long-term. Exactly. Like why are you, you have the, you're giving the first interview rights to Howie Mandel who doesn't watch your show and has no idea what you're talking about. And you, 
even in the interview, Howie Mandel is not asking him like legit questions. He's literally like, who's Sheena? (laughs) And his daughter was like, at one point, Howie's like, okay, here's what I see happen. He like lays it all out. He's like, I don't see what's so bad about it. And his daughter is like, um, you just have to know what they have been through for 10 years. Well, yeah, because Tom Sandoval's here saying, well, Ariana was depressed and I wasn't happy for a while. And then Raquel brought life into me. And he doesn't understand what a trope he sounds like when he's saying all this stuff. Like, oh, we weren't having sex. And then I begged her to go to couples therapy and then she started getting better. She was like actually the best version of herself in therapy. And it's like, oh, wow, therapy was working for her. Then you said something that was also really irritating. This version of Ariana is the best version. Whoever gets this version of Ariana is so fuck lucky. Like, oh my fuck God. you, you Don't piece you of shit. dare say that you played a hand in making Ariana like a better person. That's- I think it was more just like the other Ariana sucks, but this version of her is really good. I like don't this, like that. Yeah, it was the whole thing was just so icky. And then he also said things like, yeah, I tried ending it with her so many times and she threatened to like end it or like end her life. Yeah. Yeah. Trigger warning. Um, yeah, she threatened all this stuff because I, I think she thought that there was a chance. Well, and And also what's the, like, why, why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Because one, so if, so if that's true, we all, we know that Ariana is like a little, like, you know, depressed girly, right? Yeah. And so it's like, one, that's not necessarily surprising. It's just really sad that you're putting that out there. And two, yeah. what the fuck does it change for you? Exactly. It just literally makes you look worse. It makes you look so much worse because they also had a therapist involved. Why didn't you just use the therapist to help come up with a breakup plan instead of just pushing this down the road? He kept saying, so another thing they were asking him, first of all, he didn't answer a damn question. He is the worst interviewer. Him or interviewee him and tom schwartz cannot answer a fucking question to save their lives it is terrible i don't know if they have pr i don't know if they can afford it anymore no they probably do and the, their pr is probably like don't answer don't do any this. questions and then they i think tom sandoval thinks he's smarter he's than the pr wait what was i just saying about he's um, a bad interviewee no before that oh you lost me um I don't know. Anyways, it was really terrible. He looked even worse, I think. And oh, another thing he said was, he's like, there's two things that happened here. There was an ending of a relationship and an affair. And he's like, I think our friends and Ariana are the most upset about the ending of the relationship. Well, here's the thing that pissed me off. (laughs) Miss Lippy, here's the part that I didn't like is he was saying, well, I, I tried to break it off with her like two weeks before it ended. No, no, no. Bef- two weeks before she found out because she only found out because she saw that on your phone. Well, so I guess technically they broke. He broke up with her on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Th- which was two weeks before the phone then, thing, right? Maybe. But, but this whole, but that doesn't excuse the affair that had been going exactly. on forever. Well, he thinks that that like, because he's like, well, nobody knows that we broke up. But that doesn't matter because you were you made out with her and then you had this emotional affair and then you were legitimately taking her to St. Louis for because it it also would have been different if the breakup on Valentine's Day was, hey, you know what? Not only is this not working for us. Sorry about that. I should also just come clean real quick and let you know about this other secret. That would be a very different story. So I don't really know what he like. It sounds like he's he thinks that he's he was trying to do something like right right you were still very and very why wrong. and he and howie mandel was like why did you choose valentine's day and he said we don't even really go out on valentine's day because we don't want to be shoved in a corner by a bathroom and meaning how restaurants kind of just shove tables into like really like small you know because it's overcrowded on valentine's day okay whatever that doesn't excuse that like it's really weird to break up on valentine's day no matter what and he was like well what do you want like what do you expect like the day after valentine's day it's like how about just not valentine's day yeah because valentine's day is the actual one day a year that whether you like it or not, everyone at least thinks about oh relationships. This is love. another good thing that Howie Mandel's daughter said. She was like, "Well, and how would this have gone 
in an ideal world, like how would you have broken up? He's like, I really don't think there's any good way this could have gone. Oh, what do you know? What do you he mean? has no like reflection? No. Oh no. He's truly a narcissist. Cause what Schwartz was saying was like Sandoval was telling him that there was, there's a plan. I'm going to do this right. Yeah. It's going to be okay. But he and couldn't Schwartz ever. Like, okay. I believe you. He couldn't communicate a plan. The co- no, he doesn't have a plan. He, he never had a plan. It was really, really stupid. Um, he's an idiot and he's yeah. a narcissist. Yeah. And I think Ariana's in her thriving era. She's going on Dancing with the Stars now. Good for her. Um, no way. Good for her. I have two more TV things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you know this one. Do you know that Kim Kardashian's going to be in the upcoming American Horror Story? Yes, oh, with no. Emma Roberts. Yeah. And it's called Delicate, which I was so confused at first when i, I saw was it. so i thought it was some weird i didn't think it was an actual american horror story thing i thought it was some weird like yeah collab well it also didn't look very professional like it looked like a fan edit well, maybe it was supposed but, to maybe it's about well because this can um, play herself i don't know but american horror story before early on they do something kind of like that where it's just this really random like they don't give much of anything and then Mm -hmm. as it gets closer and closer they start revealing more and more about the upcoming season but i was not expecting to see that on kim's i saw on chris jenner's feed (laughs) (laughs) i was so confused because delicate is obviously the name of one of taylor swift's songs and i just had seen that emma roberts was at the taylor swift show so i was like you were just really confused i was so confused i'm like wait delicate is this like gonna be a new music video or i don't know um yeah. i thought that was shocking very interesting i love american horror story i watch every season so i'm very and lady Ga- they have a lady little Gaga. long for me it's like why yeah. do we need 30 episodes i don't think we get 30 i wish i think it's like 20 no i think it's like 12 oh okay well it feels like forever. but there's been a lot of That's seasons how and- vanderpump felt where it was like oh yeah. sheesh i really can't get into that there's 24 episodes it was fine um the last tv thing i wanted to say is man man oh man love is blind season L-I-B. four um i am bummed that we're recording this on a tuesday because the finale like the weddings the reunion all of that comes out on friday so by the time this comes out We'll, we'll know everything, uh-huh. but what a train wreck. Such a train wreck. And I was dying at Micah's Friends. I finally watched that episode. How embarrassing. I would be so embarrassed. They were wasted. Trash. Trash. It was just so awkward. They were being so mean. For And for why? And for why? Like, what is he doing? He did nothing. He was just quiet and kind of nerdy. Maybe Micah needs that. And all he said when he finally spoke up, which I was very proud of him because I don't know that I would. He said, what? Like, I don't care what she thinks. Yeah. You know, like you're and, my priority. And it, and then that was an issue. But you don't care what she thinks. You should care what she thinks because she has single handedly been responsible for breaking up several of her relationships. Why is that? An Why accomplishment? is that? That's, that's immature. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah. I think they're. I was into it and then I just kind of it really it was hard for me to get through the episodes. I really like my drama like fast and dirty like Vanderpump Rules. I just really And I can't stand watching Tiffany and Brett like two they're too like good together. Like I need I, like I want to fast forward through their scenes. I'm like, okay, you guys are like happy, like cool. There's something good that You're happens. Psychotic. I like them. <laughs> um I'm just really excited to see what goes down with Jackie and Marshall because she's also a meanie. Yeah, she's she's toxic. But he's like he is kind of Sandoval-esque vibes where he he is also like really fanning the flames and he actually is pouring gasoline on the fire of her. The only the I'm going to say I agree with you that he's fanning the fire. However, he didn't deserve he Sandoval puts himself in these situations. True. Marshall did not. Yeah. He was just a nice guy and then he got fucked over and now he's just milking it. And yeah. why not? You know, why not? Why not? Um Okay. Anything well, else, guys? No, I only watched the beginning of Love is Blind with you. 
And now I'm I'm intrigued. I think that I should watch the rest of it. I agree. Um, so I had some very interesting, something very interesting happened this weekend. I was on my little phone and I was like opening up to make a TikTok. I look at my face and then I see my ex's name pop up and text me. Wait, I didn't. I, you didn't know this? I thought you were going to tell a different story. I yeah. am on the edge of my seat. Tell me everything. I know. It, it, it was my ex, the one that Colorado. I moved to Colorado. And he texted me out of fucking nowhere. Like they truly always come back. And um, I was in complete shock that he had the balls because he, the last time he texted me was in August. And he said something like, I'm listening to this Fleetwood Mac song on the way to work. And then I didn't respond because I know he's trying to like get an emotion out of me and like drop emotion. And then he texted me this. So it's been what over six months and he said, do you think you'll ever talk to me again? <gasps> the balls on this guy. The absolute audacity to ask me that when I'm like, first of all, you ended it with me. And then second of all, my dumb ass, you tried to come back and get in my life texting at the beginning of last <laughs> year, like maybe January. And I said, okay, you can't just text me and have me like on your little texting um rotation rotation without calling me and having a conversation and you said okay well i'll have to figure out a time i can do that like why is it so hard for you to call somebody on the phone that was always his thing with me was like i hate talking on the phone i hate talking like literally the bar was in hell with this guy like oh my god he texted me that was like a uh, like Sheesh. and so the fact that he said, do you think you'll ever talk to me again? I wanted to be like, you didn't even talk to me when we were together. Why would I talk to you now? But I did not respond. Good, good, good. I don't good. have, I mean, I, my Aries moon was just rearing up. And I was like, I want to fucking tell this guy off because the, it wasn't even just like, hey, thinking of you or something like that. Like, or anything. It was like, do you think you'll ever talk to me again? I'm so I'm the victim here. This poor baby. Flabbergasted. Isn't it so crazy? It's I like think kind it's... of like nagging a little bit. Like, when are you going to be ready to talk to me again? No, like I was talking to Shayna about it. And it's like, it was, it's victim-y. It's a, vac- a definite victim. Like, when do you, do you think you'll ever talk to me again? I just think it's so insulting that he <sighs> thinks that one text message is going to get a response yeah and it's like it just goes to show that men like this do not change there's been no change in him because and and not that I care because like I'm so happy with Mr. Roberts and I told Mr. Roberts this and I like talked it out with him and he's just like wonderful like you know cannot be more supportive and it's not even like it's bringing up any um like any type of feeling or anything. I'm just so annoyed that he feels so entitled. Like it's been over a year since we've talked to each other. And you just think that like, I'm the one, like, do you think you'll ever talk to me again? What, why don't you start out with like an apology? And even then I wouldn't talk to him though. So it's like, but it's just like, so one track. It's like a little formula in his head that he doesn't even know he's creating. Yeah. It's like, Okay, it's been a while. I bet this is gonna get a. It's like not even like she'll probably he didn't now. think that far through, but it's like okay, I do this, they do that. Like yeah, this is on. Like it's just so simple. It's, He's a very simple man. It's so sad and it's why he is so old and so single like he's truly never had like a solid stable relationship and i bet that is very scary for somebody it is really sad and like i guess we're wishing him well but like not really he has the tools like i'm not it's i'm wishing him nothing yeah i don't think about him i forgot that he existed i truly forgot that he existed and when i saw I wish you guys could have seen because you know when you like I swiped away to look at it because he doesn't even have an iPhone he has a fucking like Android or something so I was like there's no like I don't care if he's even then I would love to see that he would like because my reader seats are on so um 
yeah, I would, I, ju- I just don't care. But then I went back to my TikTok and it was kind of like frozen on my face. And it, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I know. I just want to uh, like, wow. You know what? The best revenge here, and this is for the sisters, the best revenge is living well. And that is truly the thing that will help you in any situation. It's not. Karma is your boyfriend. Karma is my boyfriend. My boyfriend is karma for me dealing with these fucking idiots. Karma is your boyfriend. Karma is your podcast. Anyways, this person fucking sucks. And I wish him nothing. And, you know, karma is my boyfriend. Cheers to Mr. Roberts. Cheers. Um, Mr. Karma Roberts. So we should start getting into the topic of today. Embarrassing things. Yeah. And here's the thing. (laughs) I was fully planning on telling my embarrassing story. Are you not going to? I kind of think I'm not going to. Why? Because if I, once I say, I've never, I, I, okay. Is it the time you poo-pooed your pants? Well, that's the story. Oh, okay. I'll tell that one. Well, I was going to tell mine that it's not embarrassing that it happened. Why are you going to tease the sisters? Well, because you know what? We're not getting any money from the sisters, so they don't deserve my most embarrassing thing because it has (sighs) never been said. It has not been said. Do I know it? it Yes, because I yelled at you. It's been said to (laughs) my family and my closest friends. And then one time I had to yell it at a party. Well, I didn't yell it. Someone else yelled it. And um, Okay, well, this is a little teaser. Maybe one day Paige will tell you. I just need to know that we just need to have enough sisters, a, a sister army backing us up that no matter what I say, it was just so Paige embarrassing. Paige wants to monetize her pain. I want to monetize my pain. But yeah. I do have another embarrassing story. Okay. It just, I don't think it's that embarrassing because, you know, and trigger warning, it is a poopy story. Um, it is just wild. Okay. 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 I was in Houston. I decided to get Taco Bell. Oh my God. It always <laughs> starts with Taco Bell. <laughs> Why? It's like going on a road trip. You always want like taco bell or mcdonald's and it's like what a like what do, what do you expect your body to do yeah there's not like a less opportune moment to get diarrhea yeah so the problem was i got the taco bell right when i was leaving houston do and you I, remember your order oh of course well, well, i get the same yeah i get the same eight years old <laughs> what i thought was gonna happen because the stretch from houston to austin there's a couple buckies that you pass and and as we know that is your preferred that is my preferred bathroom poo-poos. but i think it's the second buckies if you don't stop there then there's a a pretty good stretch of road that doesn't even have a gas station yeah okay um so i expected my stop to be at that second buckies everything was gonna be and good you thought and you were in the clear i and my stomach wasn't even hurting. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I am so lucky. Let's just keep going because it's only a two and a half hour drive. So I'm just going. And then and then it hits. And I, to, to this day, I've never experienced anything that I experienced that day. Really? Never. It was... Were you by yourself? I was by myself in my car. Thank God. And we, I'm talking nothing except ranches like nothing except for you and god's country these gates leading up to people's ranches and i look the nearest gas station is i think it was eight miles away oh my god and i'm triggered at this point i had two choices it was gonna happen within the next 30 (laughs) seconds to a minute i was either going to relieve myself in my car Lay down. Get in. Get, get in your bean bag. Get in your bean bag. Get in your bean bag. Go lay down. Okay, keep going. Um, I was either gonna relieve myself in my car or I was gonna <laughs> do this on the side of the road. And <laughs> I take my chances with the side of the road because it wasn't very busy. Um, it's not like it's a busy highway or anything. So I pull over, and what I decide to do is, God, pull up close to the opening of these this fence right that's leading into this ranch because the actual ranch itself is really far like no one's there yeah really far away so i i park the way i position myself is i'm my driver's side is on the same side as the highway so i Mm -hmm. go around to the passenger side i open the door and kind of like prop myself down to where i'm like (laughs) 
<laughs> squatting and I do the thing that I need to do. And I feel like the scene in Bridesmaids where she's just like shitting in the street and I'm just shitting on the side of the road. And then I look over as I'm like starting to feel some relief. I look up and there's cameras, um, on the, like the outside of this fence for this ranch. And I'm just looking at it like, you know what? I hope they don't press charges. And I hope that they just see this video. If they see the video, Ew. they're like, this is so embarrassing for her. It's something that they laugh at. Um, but then the problem is because I went to Taco Bell and Taco Bell has the worst napkins. Oh my God, the worst. And they gave me one dinky little paper napkin. And that's what I had to use to try to clean myself. So I used that and then I grabbed my, grabbed my bag, grabbed my makeup wipes and I'm wiping <laughs> myself with makeup wipes. Um, that's a good, it was, oh, this is a survival situation. This and then is not I, plan A, obviously. Makeup wipes are great. And then I pulled my britches up, went eight Did miles. Did fresh? Well, I went eight miles to the gas station. I pulled over <laughs> and I really cleaned everything out, changed Changed my underwear, my leggings, everything, just to make sure nothing was, you know. Yeah, because well, there's got to be some splatter, some and debris. Then, and then I called mom and dad. The first thing I did was call mom and dad. I said, you would not believe what I just did. I had to poop on the side of the road. And the first thing dad says is, that's why I told you to keep paper towels in your car. Ew, that's disgusting. And it's like, now I do keep paper towels in my car. Ew. I haven't needed freaks. I haven't needed them since. <sighs> Anyways, that's pretty embarrassing. I think yeah. the most embarrassing thing I've ever done is just, like, my dating life. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. In general. Yeah, the other not day. Not anymore, I, though. Not anymore. I was telling, uh, I, was, I think I was talking to Paige, and I was like, Mr. Roberts is the best guy I've ever dated. But I was like, actually, that's kind of, like, not even a, it doesn't explain how it's good like, of a person he is. Not fair to say to Mr. Roberts. Right. Like, it's like. No, Mr. Roberts is just a, oh, this dog is just like an excellent person. Um, the best guy I've ever dated that sh- that goes without saying. Yeah, I agree. That's like only ever having eaten like spinach and then saying, "Wow, steak's the best thing I've ever eaten." It's like, yeah. well, no shit. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Exactly. So, should we get into listener emails of their embarrassing stories? This is titled "Embarrassing Story." Amazing title. So creative. Hi, girlies. Hello. Here's a story for the Mortifying Moments episode coming up. Back when I was 19, I was... Oh, wait. Okay, sorry. Okay, back when I was 19, I was extremely infatuated with this guy. We'll call him Trevor. We met through a mutual friend named Beth. We were going on dates, had a few classes together, and we were hooking up. I was having a great time. No, this was only the second guy I had ever had sex with, the first being a long-term boyfriend, where we were each other's first anything. This to say, I had very little experience. I thought things were going pretty well and that we were both enjoying what we had going on. This was until I was talking to Beth about me catching proper feelings for Trevor, only to learn that Trevor had recently described our hookups to Beth. He described having sex with me to fucking a dead fish. I stopped seeing Trevor after hearing this because I was mortified and definitely worked on becoming more comfortable in the bedroom. There's nothing more embarrassing than knowing someone thinks you suck in the bedroom and has also told other people that they think so. What a loser. I know. It's What's this guy's name? Trevor? Yeah. Trevor would Trevor Gorski? No, Trevor Gorski well, would never. <laughs> Wait, I think that this is totally says more about Trevor than it does about her. Absolutely. That's why I'm saying he's a loser. Yeah, how? I mean, they must have been in high school. You shouldn't be like a sex goddess no. in high school. Like, what do you do? What? You should not be that advanced. And the most attractive quality in people are people who can communicate. Oh, this is what I like. Oh, do this. Like, yeah, but be putting yourself in her shoes. That is so embarrassing. It's embarrassing that but- he was talking about you with somebody else. A hundred percent. That's like everyone's worst fear, especially at that age, because you're like, 
is ever, is what I have looking like what everyone else has? Yeah. Like, am I doing like you, you don't have any point of reference. Well, and because it's not like it felt good for her. So she yeah. doesn't even know and what anything's supposed to be like. She's like, exactly. Yeah, she's like, this is sex, right? Well, like, and that's when you, this is what you do ladies. If, especially cause I know we have some younger listeners just get back at these guys because they're not in control. You're in control. So you should just start a rumor. If they start a rumor about you, be like, yeah, I, I literally didn't you know, feel it. It was so small. The or yeah, she was like, "What? Why do you think I didn't react?" What? I was I wasn't reacting. I was waiting for him to yeah. put it in because it was just the smallest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So sorry, Trevor. Sucks to be you. We should start a rumor. Let's not just start. Let's bring back Juicy Campus. Let's not start rumors. I think we should. Okay. For Trevor. Yeah, I just remember in high school, guys being like, um. Maybe this is different for you guys, but it'd be like, how many guys have you made out with? And it's like, um, I don't know, three. It's like zero. I don't know. Like, but then it's like, okay, well then they're not like, do you have to pretend like you have all this experience and that you know what you're doing? And it's like, it actually is a lie. I did lie about like making out with someone because it was scary to just be like asked and i don't know then it's like oh well i guess you're approved you're in eighth grade and you haven't made out with people and also like normalize being a prude i was the biggest prude ever and i was so nervous about it like oh it would be it's so bad that i'm a prude no my a lot of my friends were just whores well and and i truly and i know we're not allowed to say whores but like they kind of were like they were just like promiscuous yeah promiscuous is that's a positive word but also um you know own your sexuality do you but i think that um normalize being prude yeah yeah are you gonna no and being prude is cool like you should not be feeling like you need to give yourself to these fucking loser little and you're boys. not giving you're not losing anything about you if you're giving yourself to <laughs> Thank someone God we have That's you like, guys to like be the woke police well, it's just like you're just figuring things about. You're like discovering yourself. You're not giving anything away. Well, yeah, yeah but if you guys not- are both discover, if whoever you're having a sexual relationship with, you guys are both figuring it out as you go. And if some guy is going to try to make you feel bad about it, make him feel worse. I mean, or just know that that guy's a loser. And tell all your friends how small his little pecker is. I well, we don't, don't need to shame. Can, yeah, we don't need to. I'm trying to get. Well, just get the, do the listener emails. Leave him alone. Okay. Tiger, come here. He says, I don't like the way you hold me. You don't hold me with love. <laughs> I don't like holding you. <laughs> okay. This is like a little mix of being embarrassed and also like an in-law story. So Hell yeah. Good. All right. See, you want me to ignore him? I said embarrass him. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Your poor embarrassing first family vacation. Hey, sisters. I have quite the embarrassing story from my first family trip. More so secondhand embarrassment, but still. I had been dating this guy for about eight months when his amazing family invited me on their vacation. I loved this man's family. They were always super welcoming and kind towards me, so I felt ready for this trip. Or so she thought. That was just my own addition. For some background info, I was dating Joe, fake name, and Joe Sr. was a game warden. What's a game warden? Bailey. They're like in charge of game, the game, but they're also like law officials, as in like game, like hunting, hunting yeah. moose and like deer. deer. Yeah. Okay. So this family was big into camping. Uh oh. They ha- all had their own fancy campers and went out all the time. For this specific trip, we planned to go to a big lake in South Dakota. Well, due to weather, Joe Senior decided to instead stay in Nebraska and camp on the river. No problem, right? Wrong. This was the end of the fucking world for Joe. Uh Joe was so pissed that we would not be going to South Dakota, and he made it everyone else's problem. He didn't talk to me, his mother, (laughs) his father, or his sister and brother-in-law the entire first day of the trip. Jesus Christ, baby. Up, Joe. He was a complete dick and kept to himself, leaving me with his family, who are all a good 10 years older than me, at least. The second day, we went boating. Fun night. 
Well, as you recall, Joe Sr. is a hotshot game warden. During this trip, I'm a minor. He offers me and Joe, both underage, a drink. I assume this is a test, but Joe starts going crazy. Joe sounds toxic. Yeah. The stress of not talking to his family or a girlfriend must have really pushed him. We had been dating eight months, and he didn't usually drink, to my knowledge. So, now... I'm awkwardly sipping a seltzer, scared that Joe Sr. could literally arrest me while Joe Jr. is drinking Tito's like water. Not even 20 minutes later, Joe projectile vomits off the side of the boat. I was mortified to say the least, and we broke up a couple months later. Damn. I will also, I will always miss that family, but not that boy. Joe Jr. sounds like a problem. Joe Allen? Is this a Wait, is this Taylor? Why don't we just call Taylor up? We should just call Taylor up. Yeah. Are you going to grab him? I know. What the that's heck? The, that's why she that's was reading That's why I was the reading story. the entire time. Okay. She always acts so surprised when we like say, she's like, oh, what? Okay. She's first like, of all, that's annoying. Second of all, you said to ignore him. He's, I know, he's but then I took, menace. then I took the phone to read Look, and then that was on you to get the dog. He's extra frisky tonight. I'm really sorry that Joe Jr. is such a, you know who Honestly, I think she was talking about? Joe Judice. Well, here's the thing. Glad he's not in your life. I know you dodged a huge bullet. Think about like the alcoholism that you'd have to be dealing with. Or he was just super immature. And sometimes guys like that, when they're that immature, that young, it takes a long time for and them also, to figure that out. Super sus that Joe Senior is like this official and yet he's like letting minors drink. Well, it like I a little bit gives like Murdochy vibes of like, well, I'm gonna enforce yeah. the law when it's convenient. But also, exactly. it's like if you're gonna do it, I'd rather you do it in the house. Yeah. So, guys, um, how about for next week? You can just write in. Let's have a catch up episode. So you can just write in with any questions you have for any of us. Um, I know someone was dying to know about if you have. Your, how your marathon journey is going. You can oh, catch I can't us up wait on to that. update everyone on that. Um, ask us for advice. Ask us questions about ourselves. Um, whatever you want, honestly. Whatever you want. We'll just do a little catch up. Um, and we'll see how that goes. I can't wait. Me too. <laughs> ask me the burning questions, except what my embarrassing story is, because, like, guys, I am not ready yet. All right. The internet is forever. Get and- us a sponsor. Get us a sponsor and then okay, and get us a sponsor and I'll do it. There you go. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. All right. And then don't forget to tell your sisters and please review and follow us on other things. Bye. 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 Bye.